You know, I do constantly use my left earbud, like at all times as well. I used to pop my jaw a lot, and for some reason it would go directly to my right I ear. I still pop my jaw a lot. Yeah, it's not good. There you go. I did get a new doctor, though, and she actually listens to me. So <laughs> That's good. I'm pretty excited about it. No, like, you know how you go to the doctor sometimes, and they give you that questionnaire to fill out, and it's like, do you have any mental health issues? And you check yes, and mm. then they do nothing about it. Oh, yeah. I checked. So yes, you're fine, right? You're and, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you feel safe at home? I mean, yeah. Cool. Moving on. But like, she actually was like, "Hey, I noticed you checked this. Do you want to talk about it? Like, what's oh, going on?" That's good. Mm. I was like, "I don't know. Do I? I've never done this." <laughs> oh my gosh! There was one time I was um at like a my checkup for whatever, and um the lady asked one of those questions about like, "Oh, do you ever have like you know." suicidal thoughts or you know depressive thoughts and things like that and i was just like oh <laughs> what, how do i answer and, and get then, help but not institutionalized and then i was literally like mm, no and she was like you said um you hesitated that's that's yeah. what you hesitated and she was like i'm gonna put sometimes I was yeah like, i remember okay. i remember i had a couple of students that did the same kind of game they were like because i would have to i would have to ask because mm. if i noticed something i was like i have to ask you are you okay you feel yeah. safe at home that kind of thing yeah yeah and they're like like Mickey's faces and like, yeah, it's like, it's okay. Just, <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready to go? Yeah. It's like, do you have suicidal thoughts? No more than usual. <laughs> the usual number is zero. Oh. <laughs> this is the Always More Podcast. Hello and hello. It is July 27th, and welcome to the Always More Podcast, where we believe there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we are talking about Colombian drug lords, 10-foot ducks, Sasquatch, true crime, and so much more. But first, I am your host, Tim Lickie, and sitting across from me is my best friend in the whole entire world, Christopher Ford. Yo. Wow. <laughs> and sitting next to me is the greatest Gen Zer to have ever lived, and that is Harvey wow. The greatest Gen Zer to ever Z. Hey, I like that. That's a really big label. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I can live up to that. <laughs> I think you can. I think you got it. Oh, man. You're all right. You're at least top two. And I'm not number two. I tell you what. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go, Tyler. How are we all doing today? <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we all today. We um, all realize that we all have tinnitus at the same time. Yes. Which is we're lovely. all just kind of like, oh, is that that's what that not is? Normal. <laughs> you hear that too? <laughs> I thought it was just ringing. me. It's like because I was trying to explain tinnitus to my supervisor earlier, and she was just like, "Well, I kind of because she's also experiencing ear problems right now, and she's mm. like, well, mine's more of like a kind of sound in her ear." And I was like, "No, it's like." A security alarm is constantly yeah. going off, and there's no passcode to turn it off. <laughs> like, it's just going, going, going. It never stops. It never stops. And then it's worse when it's silent. Yes. Like, yeah, I hate the moments mm. when it really, like, peaks up. Like, yeah. Because it, it'll come in waves, but, like, most of the time during the day, I don't notice it unless it's, like, super quiet and, like, there's nothing going on. And then all of a sudden, you just hear it. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that get me is like when I'm doing something like just randomly and it's just all of a sudden really loud and just like ah! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you nah. you gotta like You gotta shake it out yeah. with the etch a sketch. Yeah. And you just gotta hope for the best when it doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible feeling. Yes. Well guys, uh today we have 
broken our season two streak of providing a guest speaker uh, every every other week. Um, we'll get one eventually. We will. We, we, we have some planned. <laughs> we probably could have had one if I had known we were recording Thursday in advance, but oh, it, it's fine. Oh, darn it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. You you know what? We'll talk after. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we actually do have one, and it'll, we'll just sneak it in there. Uh, we'll just switch things around. Yeah, Plot yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> you guys will never know. <laughs> Tim is a master of editing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the things that you haven't heard yet. My God. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, it is time for our new first, not new, our first segment of the day, and that is Wreck and Rev. This is the part of the show where we like to review and recommend things for you to check out. I feel like this is the only thing we have done every week since, like, episode one. I'm probably. That yeah. and, no, you guys haven't done What Did I Miss? On season one, all the time. No, we kind of no, skipped we kinda bounced well. around, but yeah. we always did a record. But we do it now. Yeah, we, we do we, it now. We we, we, we do it for favorite, the people. It's our favorite yeah, segment. This is true. It's the people. Not favorite. mine. The people. I don't they, know. They that's true, it. but they people keep listening. So they I guess. <laughs> Chris, you're the first one. What do you got? Yeah. So my Wreck and Rev is actually a book that I have read and helped edit. Did you really? I did. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so this is a book called Voices by Colleen Saffron, hey, my mother-in-law. Nice. And yes. you know, normally you, you have to give a shout out to in-laws and parents. You're like, oh yeah, they did this great thing. Look at them. They're so cute. But this is like genuinely really, really good. Mm. So it's um, kind of like an anthology series of stories uh, that she found pictures of old-timey women, basically, mm. and wrote stories from their perspective, like little short stories. Mm. Um, truth be told, a lot of them end in murder. Oh, okay. Um, As they should. Man, right? this, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Men were the worst. Yes. Um, but they're, they're all really good stories, really well written. <laughs> uh, she does a really good job of getting into the head of these different women and uh, different perspectives and things like that. And it is just a phenomenal book that I would suggest picking up. You can get them on Amazon. They are nice. Um, so it is I don't remember fictional? how much it is. I think it was like $10. It, it's I like saw. a historical fiction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Historical fiction. Um, Colleen Saffron Voices. It's phenomenal. Check it out. You said it's $10? I, I think, I think so. it was. I don't, oh. truthfully, truthfully, I don't remember. Janelle paid for it. and Very good. But I, I have money. my copy. She signed it for me. It was really nice. <gasps> so if you bring it to her, she'll sign it for uh, you as well. And since oh. you work at a library, if you wanted to buy a copy and sneak it in there. Oh, absolutely. That. I'll just put it on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> There's going to be no call number on it. But no people are going to be like, system. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this here? They find that book and they just know it was meant for them. Oh, absolutely. All right, Harley, what do you have for us today? Okay, so mine is um, a TikToker or like hey. a content creator, and her name is Tani Burlow, I think is how you pronounce her first and last name. I don't think I've ever heard her say her name now that I think about it. Um, but basically, she's like kind of like a historian. Um, she has her MBA in something historical. She hasn't really posted that on social media, but... Basically, most of the things she talks about is historical content or, like, historical things that are either currently happening mm. or have happened. Um, she is based in either Australia or New Zealand. I'm not sure which. She, Just based on the accent. Yeah, based on the <laughs> accent. That's all I got. Um, but she's also native to one of those locations. Okay. I think she says she's Ma Maori. How do you say it? Maori. Maori. Thank ah. you. Um and so that's been pretty cool to learn about as well. Um, but she, yeah, she just posts the most interesting content if you're interested in like history or mm. like new things that are like 
coming out. Like she just recently talked about like a shipwreck that was um, discovered in like either 2012, but they haven't released anything f- about it until like now mm. because they didn't want people to like you know find Ransack it, it yeah, and treasure hunt it, and so they're just yeah, Nathan Drake it right. precisely, and so they're like now finally coming out Nicholas with like Cage. this Team information, Rider. and so yeah. It's really cool. She's a very cool woman, very educated woman, mm. and I love women. We stand educated women. Mm. Amen. Mm. We, we just stand women in general. We support women's rights, and most importantly, we support women's wrongs. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Amber Heard. Oh, you, you, you had to get to, to go there. Dude. Did you see that her uh, appeal got rejected? I did. That's, yeah. I was going to bring that up, and it's <laughs> hilarious to me. But I wanted. I don't care what you no, want. No, sorry, honey. Just no. Shh. You're making it worse. <laughs> Just move on. Damn. All right. Uh, Damn. Mine is a, it's an older movie, which feels weird to say because it's 1997. I was six How at the time. How dare you? That movie is still young and hip. <laughs> it is relevant. I wasn't even thought of. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's hurtful. <laughs> Sorry. So this movie called The Game. So Jessica and I, we were the other night, just wanted to watch something. It's and a it came movie. Have you, you've watched it? Yeah. Uh, we came across it. We'd never seen it before, and so we decided to get into it. It's starring Michael Douglas, Sean Penn, and Deborah Kara Unger. Unger? Um, so here's the synopsis. In honor of his birthday, San Francisco banker Nicholas Vaughn Orton, which reminds me of uh, Barney Stinson's, um, uh, what's, the, what's the name that he uses? Vatter, Matterhorn. Um, Something Vaughn Matterhorn. Or- Ulrich von Matterhorn, something like Ludwig. That. I don't know. Yeah, something. There, he had two names because they right. were twin brothers. I know that. Uh, so, all right, sorry, sorry. If you, if you don't know, you don't know. I don't know. It's <laughs> me. I'm the one who doesn't know. The girls that know know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So <gasps> let me let me start back. So, in you honor of his birthday, San Francisco banker Nicholas von Orton, a financial genius and a cold-hearted loner, receives an unusual present from his younger brother Conrad. Which what a name! Uh, a gift certificate to play a unique kind of game in nearly a nanosecond, which I think is an exaggeration. Nicholas finds himself consumed by a dangerous set of ever-changing rules, unable to distinguish where the uh, charade ends and reality begins. Charade? Encyclopedia. This movie was actually really enjoyable. It's one of those movies that it does a really good job of, un- like, covering up what you feel like or what could be happening because yeah. you know something's up you know it's trying to twist your mind but you really can't tell it's like where it's going to Shyamalan. end oh yeah. okay um and it does have a twist but there's like you get to this point in the film like maybe like two-thirds of the way through and you go okay here are like the three ways this movie is going to end it just doesn't tell you which way it's going to end until it finally hits yeah there. but even then when it finally happened that that jump so to speak uh i was like Wait, is there something else coming around the corner? Is there something else? I felt like yeah, even to like, the last am, second, am I was I, like, "Am I missing something?" Right. Like, I feel like there's still some unanswered. Everyone's too happy right now. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> if it were a modern movie, it would have like 20 extra minutes, and everything right. would go wrong. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, it was really good. Uh, had some thrillers to it. Michael Douglas did a great job. Um, yeah, the game. Wow. Go check it out. That sounds pretty. Who's Michael Douglas? What else is he We're in? We're old. Uh, he is the, uh, he's Hank, P- Hank Pym. Mm. Wait. Right? Yeah, Hank Pym. From what? Uh, Ant-Man. Hank. The old guy that yeah. trains Paul Rudd? Yeah. Even though they're probably the same age because Paul Rudd is a vampire? Scott Lang is Paul Rudd's character. 
And then Hank Pym is the creator. That's Michael Douglas. That guy. Oh. Except this was 20 years ago, so he's a little bit younger. I mean, he still kind of passes like a 50-year-old. Actually, I don't know how old he is. How old is he? I don't know. I just had it pulled up. Seasoned. He is seasoned. He's seasoned. <laughs> it's interesting going back because I've been doing that more often is trying to go back and watch older films. Like I watched Apocalypse Now a couple weeks ago. And my God. Um, Not even in English and still such a great movie. It is. Um, wait, what? No, I'm thinking Apocalypse Go. So, yeah, I was like, say Sorry, what? Wrong one. <laughs> uh, what do you watch? Uh, you, you didn't have the right audio in. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting to kind of look at some of these actors that we knew like He's growing up. But 77 we didn't. 77 now. Is he really? Michael Douglas, 77 years old. Uh, But kind of go back and watching them like when they're in their, not their prime necessarily, but just kind of where they got their big movies Mm, and whatnot. So Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very good. All right. Very nice. Well, up next, we have Gen Z's favorite segment, and that is Harley's Hot Takes. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so I thought of this today, (laughs) actually, while I was driving. (laughs) Today. Today. Because I saw a... um, real estate vehicle driving past me and he would kind of drove like a like a maniac jack but a donkey if you will and so i was like kind of just thinking about it and i was like you know what real estate agents and car salesmen like give me the same vibes as like um stock brokers on wall street hmm. all right like but like of the the middle class you know the middle class ones yeah, yeah. i used to sell cars Shh. I was going to include door-to-door well, salesmen, but that- I was like, ooh, that's Chris. <laughs> hey, I'm not door-to-door, though. All right? I am specifically new homes. Oh, okay. <laughs> door to the other doors. I drive yeah. door-to-door. I don't walk. But then that's also like that would include Jehovah's Witness. And I'm like, they're not like salesmen, but they try to sell you Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So More I'm or like, less, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how uh, Devin got it start, right? Uh, Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Oh my yeah, Vivint, God! Yeah, um, actually, it was <laughs> pest control though. Oh it was, really? It was just that model because the founder was Mormon. Oh uh, okay. Wow. So that's kind of what he was used to. So he started in pest control and then switched to security. Wow, oh, interesting. But yeah, no, they all gave me the same vibe. Like yeah. you just don't like them. Yeah, they're just money hungry and. Chris, as as a don't like as it. a former former sales cars. Oh, I agree. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was in car sales for like a year and. I just I couldn't do it. Yeah, I was like, look, I I get it. I understand it has to. It's a job people have to do. It's not for me. Yeah, and like they really take advantage of people. A lot of the times they do. Yeah, I have one friend that I still am in communication with from car salesmanship. He's a good dude. He's where I get my cars when I need them. Other than that, like most of the people I worked with, I would not buy a car from. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, there there's some good ones out there right. for sure, but yeah. most of them I'm like, and eh, let me not. Yeah, I. So that's what I was thinking about today because I was like, you, you're supposed to be nice, and and then I thought about um, what's that movie with Eddie Murphy, Haunted Mansion? Yeah, you know how like adamant he was about on like selling these houses. Yeah, like same vibes, like just don't care about anything else except for getting the money. Yeah. It's an industry that. They kind of force you into that mentality, though. Yeah. Like, people that genuinely want to help people are not going to be successful in these industries. Facts. Mm. So, it's it's hard to actually make money that way. It's capitalism. Ah, yeah, I love it. It is essentially capitalism <laughs> in a snapshot because that's yeah. how all of capitalism works. Yeah. 
So that's my hot take, which really isn't a hot take because I think everyone can collectively agree. Everyone agrees. Except for real estate agents and I almost said stockbrokers, car well, salesmen. Also stockbrokers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how we're feeling today, And we're guys. not saying that they're all. We're not saying that all, if you are out there and you're listening, we're not saying that you individually are a jerk or whatever, but there, there is a stereotype. If it don't. If it don't apply, let it fly. Okay, there you go. I said what I said. Have the day you deserve. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Have the day you deserve. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, that's where we're at today. Very nice. Thank you, Gen Zer, for your for your hot take. You're welcome. We're taking down capitalism one hot take at a time. <laughs> God, I hope so. Like that. <laughs> and any way we can chip away at it. <laughs> I did that. Thank did. you. <laughs> all right, moving along. It is time for the segment that you have all been waiting for, and that is. What did I miss? This is the part of the show where we like to present to you some news that you probably didn't hear about. All right, guys, I got a fun one for y'all today. Do you? And it's I got a game. <laughs> I have a game involved with it. So here's the news. The before before, before you start, how many puns are going to be involved? Nope. In this? Nope. Actually, kind of. So <laughs> this is it's not really. Actually, kind no, of. no, no. It's not. No, it's not. So this is Lost and Found Uber Edition. So. Uh, the rideshare company published its 2022 Lost and Found Index on June, uh, June 3rd, and the index is based on missing item reports filled by passengers. You filed. Okay. Uh, what did I say? You filled. said filled. Doesn't matter. Oh, thank Keep you. Rolling. Filed. So uh, <laughs> basically what I'm going to do here is I'm going to present to you guys some things, um, and then we're going to play a game. So here are the 10 most commonly forgotten items. Can you guess, like, maybe the top five? Phone, wallet. So uh, literally, you're keys. in the right order so far. Yes. Um, oh, my God, you're on a roll. Can you do four and five? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, wow. Purse. Is that four? <laughs> yes. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, uh, jacket. Oh, no, you were so close, though. Ah, what was the last you're one? on a roll. That was pretty good. It was very good. Phone uh, or slash camera, wallet, keys, backpack slash purse, and headphones. 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 Wow, yeah. that was impressive, though. I didn't even think of the headphones. That was impressive. That's we're and them. I should have. I literally just bought a new pair of headphones. <laughs> it's in my pocket because as we you speak. lost the other pair in an Uber. No, I don't. I don't Uber uh, too often. Wow, for unless, shame. Unless I'm forgetting to. I own a car. Carbon emissions. I own a car. Why would You're I? Doing it either way. I mean, true. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> one less car. Somebody yeah, else but somebody car. else has to drive from their house to my house and then take me to my destination. So that's more carbon. But it's one less car on the road, <laughs> Chris. Number six was glasses. Number seven was clothing. Number eight was vape. Number nine was jewelry. Vape. And number 10 was ID. Okay. Well, uh, why is your ID not in your wallet? Or your purse. That is interesting. Slash backpack. I don't know. Well, who's, I, but who's I do a thing. Who's just their ID? Whenever I, I mean, go out, I try not to bring a purse or a thing because that's, that's easy to get snatched. So you kind of just shove your ID or your card in your, your pocket. Yeah. But I have like a holder that holds both of them. So that's like way easier. But I can kind of understand that. Mm. All right. This is the 10 most forgetful cities. Can you start with number one? Dallas. New York. No, no. Austin. Ah! Second year in a row, apparently. Oh, 6th Street, dude. Austin makes sense. I'm so stupid. Austin makes sense. Number two, Charlotte. Number three, Houston. Number four, Indianapolis. Five, Dallas. Oh, so three major Texas cities are on there, though. Texas, man. Six, Kansas City. Seven, Atlanta. Eight, Tampa Bay. Nine, Columbus. And ten, Phoenix. Los Angeles is fair though. To be fair, wow. Texas has like four out of the U.S.'s five biggest cities. This is true. Right, right. Uh, okay, <laughs> so here's where we're going to play a game. So no. they came out in this list 
50 most unique lost items. Zoom. So hold on. So we're going to play a game. I, what is a Zoom? There's there's 50. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this episode. I feel so old. Uh, it was basically the Microsoft's trying to be competitive with iPod. Oh, okay. Wait, no, we talked about that on our Gen Z episode yeah. with me and Tierra. Yeah. Okay, so they came out with the 50 most unique lost items. And so here's how we're going to play this game. We have five rounds, and I'm going to give you four options. One of them is not on the list. All right, mm. but we got to go quick. Okay, we got this. Okay, you ready? Round one, quote, some tater tots. <laughs> Two, friends, complete series box set signed by Matthew Perry. <laughs> Three, Paw Patrol blanket. Or four, pizza costume. Which one was not on that list? I'm going to say the Paw Patrol blanket. Okay. Pizza costume. You are both wrong. It is the Friends Complete Series no. box set signed by Matthew Perry. I was really hoping that was on there. Uh, Me too. This is the, the tater tots, though. That immediately, some tater, like, tater tots have to be some tater tots <laughs> have to be there. That's what it said on the article. Who just files a report for that? I just lost I left some tater tots. Some, I left some of my tater tots. <laughs> Not even all of them. Right. Just some of them. There's I had the rest in my I, pocket. I counted, I counted three over here. I'm missing. <laughs> I had the rest in my pocket. I ordered eight. All right, poor dynamite. All right, number two. Hello Kitty boxers. Number two, pie. Number three, a breathalyzer. Or five, or four, excuse me, uh, two pair of snorkeling goggles and a passport from China. Whatever the first one was. The Hello Kitty boxers? Yeah. Is that both your answers? No, yeah. I think those are definitely in there. Okay. What was the B? What well, was B? Pie. pie. Three, breathalyzer. Four, breathalyzer. Two, two pairs of snorkeling goggles. I'm and saying a passport. the breathalyzer. Uh, I feel like the breathalyzer was on there. You can buy those at Target. Okay, so what's your official answer? Can you? Yeah. I'm going to go with a pie. Okay. I'm saying breathalyzer. Uh, you're both wrong. It's the Hello Kitty boxers. <gasps> oh, I should have known. Man, I'm doing really good known. here. Because <laughs> I made, I made this up. <laughs> I was going to say, this is your game, obviously. Uh, all right, round number three. Uh, antique walking cane with a sword. <laughs> 20 pounds of horse poop. Oh. 500 grams of caviar. Or spray tan machine. Spray tan machine. Horse poop. 20 pounds of horse poop. Yes. yes. Mother trucker. <laughs> All right. I, I got feel like point. they could have put that in the trunk. <laughs> All right. Round four. Newer. A Billie Eilish ukulele. Uh, breast pump and a white cowboy hat. That's one. Uh, five pounds Together. of popsicle sticks. Or six pool drains and an employee of the month plaque. Well, six pool drains and an employee of the month pack. <laughs> That's your answer? Yeah, because, I mean, if you're employee of the month at a pool place and you're leaving six <laughs> different drains in the car... Obviously, you don't deserve the Employee of the Month plaque, so I'm saying that one. That one's the one that's not I'm going to go with the breast pump one. Uh, you're both wrong. It is five pounds of popsicle sticks. Dude. <laughs> I would think like a For teacher or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Round number five. <laughs> but why with a cowboy hat? A white cowboy breast hat. Breast pump and white cowboy hat. That's hilarious. <laughs> what is going on there? Round number five. Last one. Brown turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's teeth, a used pregnancy test. That was definitely there. One hundred percent. Or a, a wind, or a windmill. <laughs> a windmill. <laughs> Is that the windmill? Is that your final answers? Yeah. Is it windmill. Yeah. You're both wrong. It's Rick. a used pregnancy test. What? Are you kidding <laughs> me? There's no way the used pregnancy test. No. Dude, there's no way that one's been not. on one. It's definitely been on one. Although, hold on. No. 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 I don't Although, think it was used in the car. It depends oh, on the you, city. You never know. <laughs> Have you been to Austin lately? 
So here's my thing, though. He might be right because these are reported right. missing things. Yeah, who's going to report that? I wouldn't report it. I would report it. I'd be like, look at this pregnancy <laughs> test. <laughs> Positive. Good luck. Um, you like message them, the writer. Be like, hey, one of you or your girlies left this in the car. Also, um, maybe it's your driver's used pregnancy test. Who oh, knows? Perhaps. I don't know. Wow, that well, was really bad. Now. I was really bad at that. I'm really impressed with myself here. I, I really tripped you guys up a lot. I got one. You got Absolutely. one. I got one, so I win. You won. You got I win. horse poop. Yeah. Horse poop. Horse. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> that would be the one that I win with, though. All right, Chris, what you got? I I don't have anything after that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I meant your. What did I miss? Yeah, I know. I just. He said, "I I'm, said what I said." I'm still in shock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my story. Right, almost as weird, almost as fun. Man accused of killing friend claims it was to stop him from summoning Sasquatch. That makes sense. Absolutely. So is it a confession? <laughs> yes. Yes. Jesus. A hundred percent. An Oklahoma noodler. Larry Dahl Sanders. What does that mean? Noodling is a, it's a Appalachian way of fishing for catfish. Basically, you go into the water with where the catfish are. You find a crevice or a crack or something, and you stick your arm in there as bait. Yeah. The catfish like latches onto your arm, and you pull it out, and now you've got a catfish. Yeah, you grab it by its insides. And uh, okay, thank you for that. Continue, please. Yeah. Noodling. What? Uh, Larry Dahl Sanders, who was 53, was arrested and reportedly confessed <laughs> to killing his fishing partner, Jimmy Knighton, also 53, uh, claiming he did so to stop Bigfoot from coming to eat him. Mm. Larry claimed that while at the river, he discovered Jimmy intended to feed him to Sasquatch. <laughs> what? This, so this is on an affidavit cited by NBC News. <laughs> they said that Larry indicated Jimmy attempted to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to let this Sasquatch eat me. <laughs> it's like, he killed his friend, his fishing partner at that. Like, you got to be on some stuff to kill your fishing partner. Yeah, that's some, yeah, that's some. That, that's I don't a know bond. the bond. That's a bond closer than brothers. I don't know you. that bond. So you're. Wh- you're noodler pal. Yeah, that's like <laughs> noodling is actually a very dangerous thing because a lot of times you have to go underwater. So you need somebody that you trust to bring you back up. My problem <laughs> here lies in the fact that this man is like, dude. That's Bigfoot right there. Are you trying to sacrifice me to Bigfoot? Like, you're telling me he saw Bigfoot. So, here's my thing. It never mentions that he saw Bigfoot. It just, (laughs) he thought his noodling partner was summoning Bigfoot to come kill. Let let me finish the story. Hold on. Okay, so, (laughs) Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigations told the news station that Sanders thought Knighton basically tricked him into being out there (laughs) and that the two fought for an hour. Sanders allegedly choked Knighton to death near the river, then went home and confessed to his daughter, <gasps> who was dating Knighton's oh. son. Oh, Dog. Wow. Yeah. So the, uh, the news station reported that Sanders had outstanding warrants from two drug-related cases, obviously. In 2019, <laughs> he was placed on probation for five years for bringing meth into the jail <laughs> after being arrested for public intoxication. The balls on this man. <laughs> He just does not care. Um, Sanders is now facing a charge of first-degree murder, obviously. Oh. So, Does this remind you at all of uh, Lord of the Rings? Smeagol and Yeah, 100%. That's the fight scene I saw in yeah. my head when this yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly. Except instead of fighting for the ring, they were fighting to not be eaten by Sasquatch. 
It's like, I'll kill you. I'll let Sasquatch kill you. The thing that got me was that it was his daughter's boyfriend's dad as well yes. as his fishing partner. They could have been brothers. I told you, the bond is stronger than brothers. Like, noodling. No- noodling. <laughs> they're, they're noodling together. Well, not anymore. They were noodling <laughs> they, they were noodlers. <laughs> I'm sorry. A man died. It's not funny. I'm sorry. It's a little funny. You okay, Harley? <laughs> I think I killed Harley. <laughs> Said they were noodlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Rip. Rip in peace. What is the name? Jimmy. Rip in peace, Jimmy. Jimmy. Mm. That's so bad. All right, Harley. Take us out I of this. I don't even think I can. What is going on today? This okay. is a good What did I miss? Yeah, it was a good one. That was great. So mine is more like historical kind of cool than like pure chaos, I guess. <laughs> um, so basically, Vincent Van Gogh's self-portrait was discovered behind another painting. Oh, I saw this. Cool. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, so basically, conservators at the National Galleries of Scotland began a routine x-ray of a Vincent Van Gogh painting entitled Head of a Peasant Woman. Mm. So, And then if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the notes, there's Ooh. like photos of them. Let me see. Um, so to their surprise, they discovered okay. a forgotten Van Gogh self-portrait on <gasps> the other side of it so van gogh was known for like reusing his canvases um as a way to save money because duh poor artist things why why would you not um and so he would just simply flip over the canvas and paint on the other side and so according to the national gallery of scotland's press in this case when the head of a peasant woman was lent to an exhibition in i can't even pronounce that it's in amsterdam (laughs) i'm not (laughs) hold on let me try it let me try it Please. Um, let's see. Okay. Where's where's it? Um, Stadichic. 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 I don't know. Stadel- Stadelic. Stadelic. Museum in uh, Amsterdam. Um, the, t- the decision was made to stick the canvas down on cardboard before framing it. So that when this painting was first lent to this exhibition, it was like in 2000, no, like 19 something. Um, and so they were just like, well... The head of the peasant woman looks more finished than the self go like self uh, <laughs> portrait of Van Gogh, so we're gonna put this side on cardboard and we'll put it in the frame and we'll put it up. Um, so this self portrait was hidden for like <laughs> decades. Wow. I don't I don't understand art truthfully. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. The I I understand it's art. I don't understand <laughs> art world. No, like people yeah. pay millions for these paintings and then they lend them to the museum where yeah. they stay anyway. Like, if I bought a painting for a million dollars, you better believe that painting is going in my right. house yeah. and nobody else is looking it's at it. It's going above the headrest. Like it's, it's, it's this right is my here. painting. I paid for this. It's staying in my house. Right. Oh, you found a painting on the back of my painting? That's mine, too. Yeah. I bought them both. Both of them. I paid for that both canvas. <laughs> both of them. Both. Um, so, basically, now the next step is to find a way to efficiently remove the cardboard and the glue from the oil paint. Um, in a way that will still preserve both the um, self-portrait and mm. the head of the peasant woman painting. Talking wow. about those like really specified jobs, somebody out there is like, now's my time to shine. Yeah, I know. Right? This is what I've They're trained like, for. I specialize in this kind of glue. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I've for trained for. For years, I've been preparing a concoction <laughs> just for this moment. They <laughs> laughed at me when I ate paste in <laughs> kindergarten, but now who's laughing? <laughs> I can charge whatever I want. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> I would get millions for this. <laughs> My wife, prepare the fine dinner. <laughs> the fine china. <laughs> the tiny forks with a diamond encrusted. 
<laughs> She's like, honey, we pawned those years ago. So we well, now we can buy them back. <laughs> Fetch me my drapery. <laughs> I don't know what rich people do. No, yeah, same. Come but on, yeah. boss. Quit. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And very it's nice. a very interesting um, self-portrait. And it was right before um, he cut his ear off. So he so still has, has both ears <laughs> in it. He still has. Well, he still has the left ear because it's like left uh, side portrait. Um, so he still got the left one. You know, a lot of people told him, Vincent Van Gogh, you can't be a great painter. You've only got one ear. And you know what he said? I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we oh, will be shoot. done with this. We went a little long, but you know what? It was fun. It, it was worth it. That's what she said. Hey. All right. Moving along, we have our main segment coming up, talking about true crime. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are we? Yes, we are. Guys, welcome back to our show today. Uh, we are talking about true crime. Because who doesn't love to just sit in front of their TVs and watch documentaries and movies and shows about real-life murder? I love that shit. It's, we it's love a it. weird fascination <laughs> our country has. 100%. It's so bad, I wonder, I, want, I actually am mm. curious. I should have looked this up. I wonder what the stats are. Like, is this as popular in other developed nations Almost certainly as America? not. Almost certainly not. But, uh, now I, we have, like, a fetish for death and murder. Well, and good point. Crime. I, Harley and I were talking, and, like, we acknowledge that women especially yeah. have a huge fascination. My wife has watched Criminal Minds all the way through. She's plotting to kill you. <laughs> and she's halfway through it again already. Right. And that show is like 20 seasons long. Yeah, my wife is doing the same thing. Yeah. She's also planning to kill me. It's it's a real it's a real fear. Hardly if our wives are planning to kill us, you would tell us, right? Absolutely not. Fair enough. Yeah. Girl code. So today we uh, we just wanted to have some fun and talk about some true crime things. So our main three segments: true crime shows, true crime documentaries, and true crime movies. And uh, we want to just kind of go over some of our favorite ones, and also we want you guys to, to let us know what your favorite ones yes. are. Yes. Uh, and because uh, who doesn't like enjoy talking about this stuff? And so it's kind of yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even, I just, it's bad, but it is what it is. All right. Um, so uh, I think we should just kind of go all over the place with it. Uh, I'll start and then we'll just take turns going back and forth with our cr- true crime shows. Mm. Um, so uh, Chris cheated a little bit, just letting you know, uh, I think, unless he changed it since we last talked about it. Uh, but the way I've just described and classified true crime is that it's based on true crimes. Yes. Okay. How, how did I cheat? Criminal Minds does not always do that, does it? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, the the back, I mean, the main storyline of the BAU is all made up. That's all on its own. But the crimes that they're investigating are all based on true crimes. Uh, I think Law and Order is a bit more like this. Law and Order is. Every episode is like. uh, Law and Order is a little more based on true stuff, but. Uh, okay. But yeah, Criminal Minds is absolutely special. So I guess I'll start since you're just going to throw me under the bus. Criminal Minds. Um, <laughs> that would be that would be one of my favorite uh, true crime TV shows. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Spencer Reed. Same as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. the best. Literally like the best. Jessica met him. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, she got a picture. Matthew Gray Gubbler. 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 Run him in his credit, okay? Yeah. All right, yeah. The goob. Yeah, her, oh. her <laughs> Melissa went to go see his new movie, and it was like at the, in Austin and everything. And oh, cool. He was at the premiere. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I've heard he's a really cool dude, Um, pretty down-to-earth, pretty chill as far as like an actor, but his character is just... Like, for me, I, I attach myself to his character because he's such a great character. Yeah. Um, crazy, smart, worries about mental illness, which most smart people, if they don't, they should. Right. Um, yeah, he's borderline sociopathic, much like myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, pretty cool setup. Um, the show, I really like following the, the character's development. One of my favorite um, interactions is between Prentice, the background computer girl, and... Uh, whatever his name is that I cannot remember. Um, Shamar Moore plays his yeah, character. Yeah. I, I love their interactions just because they're hilarious and adorable. And it's always great when she does not know that she's on speakerphone. <laughs> and then she's just like, Ooh. And she's like saying how she wants to eat him. And he's yeah. like. Uh, 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 she's like, hey, sexy chocolate bear. And he's like, you're on speaker, baby. <laughs> uh, she's like, yeah. all right. Well, anyways, <laughs> yeah. here's what I found. That's always great. So that's. My first one, I guess, mm-hmm. since you want to throw me under the bus. All right, it's Harley, what do you got? What, what's one of yours? So mine is going to also jump around um, because some of them are actually on YouTube. YouTube's. So not really like shows, she, but... She's going deep for her true Oh, yeah. Um, so it's... But I consider them shows because it's just an individual upload. Mm. Um, so the first one that I know a lot of my generation loves, especially in high school... BuzzFeed Unsolved True Crime. Ooh, That's yeah. some good stuff. You got uh, Shane and Ryan, Shane Madej. Dej, I can't remember it's if you pronounce the J or not at the end. And then um, Ryan, what is his last name? Can't uh, remember. I truly don't know. Um, it's so good. They basically just sit at a desk and then they talk about true crime stories and they go over. A lot of them are unsolved. All of them are unsolved, actually. As they should be. <laughs> and so, but then they talk <laughs> about me? like the possible <laughs> theories that like why like who actually did it or yeah. like what happened and there is usually like one to three theories and it's very interesting and then the people get mm. to pick like which theory they think it actually is um super good stuff like literally i think they've covered every single crime mm. case ever interesting like, d- what's his name jack the ripper they've gone even as far as like england and like all over the world mm. show good love them they're hilarious they make the most terrible jokes they're millennials so maybe you guys should watch it maybe you know i'm not as into true crime as i think i could be if i got into it i think like i would dive into it that's my problem like i I don't want to i don't want to end up in that world where i forced him to make this a true crime podcast Mm, like all the time but i feel like always more always always more crime (laughs) (laughs) i mean (laughs) We do okay. have we have nerd. We're working on some other things. Maybe that could be one of them. Okay, them shabs. We'll get there. Let's make it happen. All right. DM. Uh, okay, so I'm kind of in the same boat as Chris. Actually, there's a lot of shows I realized that I watched. I didn't think were true crime, but actually kind of were. Now I'm playing loosey goosey because some of these shows are based on true stories, are based on real crime, kind of like you know, yeah. uh, Criminal Minds, I guess. But this one was one of my favorites because, one, it was just really well made. But, two, it was actually kind of like the start of, what is it called in Criminal Minds? Yeah, you. Yeah, and it's basically behavioral science and learning how, well, here's the summary. So the first one is for Mind Hunter. And if you haven't watched this. You need to. You really need to. This was one of my favorite shows. Actually, I think we told you guys about this one. You probably did. It's a really great show. Uh, so created by Joe Penhall, created by, uh, starring Jonathan Groff. Uh, Holt 
Colony, Colony, and Anna Torv. Uh, in 1979, Agent Holden Ford is attached to the FBI's Behavioral Science Unit, headed by veteran agent Bill, uh, Bill Tench. A new type of killer is emerging, one that kills regularly and without apparent motive. Due to the lack of motive, it is difficult to, uh, to pr- profile and apprehend the perpetrator in a murder investigation. Fun fact, there is a long-standing case that starts in episode one and just goes through the full, um, at least first season, I don't know if it'll be in the second, but um, it's the BTK killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He worked for ADT. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. So go with Vivint. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I, just, I said it. All You're I welcome. said was that he worked for ADT, and hold, that's how hey, he got Hold in, it. We got you, Chris. Okay, look, it. look. Just go with Vivint. Shameless Vivint. plug. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, so this is... You can reach us at our phone line. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically like the start of convincing people that hey murder is not just people going crazy or like people just being sinful or whatever it is it was like it's not no, always passion right there's actual motive and there's psychological parts of your growing up that can alter who you are and pr- cause you to go down these paths it's oh not, yeah like criminology right and it was really just the start of all that it's truly <laughs> remarkable because they go they go across the country to basically try to convince people and show people like this is what it's like and everyone's like no i i had that kind of as a kid and i didn't turn out like this and it's like yeah. it's so much more complicated it's so much more nuanced yeah. than we're, what ju- we're just giving you like a basic profile <clears throat> right and th- it turns out that they were right like all of the time right but the police just didn't want to hear him out same thing as like watching criminal minds when the bau shows up the cops are like no that's not it and then they're yeah. right yeah. Because they know what they're doing. It was it was the science behind that. It, also, Jonathan Groff was Kristoff uh, in Frozen. Yeah. Yes, I did. I and, recognize that. And, and uh, King, King George in Hamilton. <gasps> You'll be you back. You say. <laughs> the price, price of, of my, my love. love is not a price <laughs> that you're willing to pay. Yeah, he. The, the, it truly is also a, ironically, it came out like three years ago, but it was a perfect metaphor to how we treat like everything in the science community. Mm. Just because it's like well, that's not how it works, or that's it's just use common sense. It's, it's that kind of mentality. Yeah. It's like no, there's science that we have it for a reason. Some yeah. people are genetically predisposed to being bad. Yeah. Okay. There's things that happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, who wants to go next, Chris? Yeah. So Mindhunter was on mine. Um, obviously, we've already talked about Law and Order SVU, so that's kind of out as well. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I mean, no, it's fine. It saves us time. Law and Order SVU with uh, um, Ice T. It's like my favorite. What? <laughs> it, that, the I, that's actor. the one with Ice T, the actor, right? Yeah. Uh, that's I thought so. Yeah. I've SVU. Never watched I never shows. knew if it was SVU or CI. Um, yeah. So they handle New York's most sensitive cases of sexual assault and murder and things uh, like that. But you've got nineteen eighties rapper. Crime. Ice T as one of the cops. Oh. There's a incredible. there's a joke that um, John Mulaney does when he's talking about that, and he's like, hey, "This is my favorite thing. I could just watch Ice T realize what's going on in these cases for hours." <laughs> you mean to tell me that there's a little guy that, or there's a guy that gets off on little girls? Yeah, T. That's kind of your whole division. <laughs> like, yeah, hundred percent. That's what you do. So that one's always a really cool show to watch. And, mm-hmm. you know, that theme song, everybody knows it. Yeah. Dun, 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 <laughs> oh, dun. yeah. So. Uh, Chris, you might as well just finish off your list here. Yeah, and I'll just comment on you guys' list because y'all's are way longer than mine. Sorry. Um, mine, so, I know sorry. 
the last one, <laughs> I actually, I am only two episodes into this show because it's it is list. so hard to watch. Um, this one is based on the Central Park Five that were recently mm. exonerated, became the Exonerated Five. Um, it's called When They See Us. Mm. And it is a breakdown of the court case and everything that led up to that for the five teenagers they were 14 to 16 that were charged with the brutal rape of a woman in central park that they did not do wasn't it also murder no she's alive like she was one of the witnesses they called oh okay uh she couldn't remember anything which is part of the reason they all went to prison but yeah all of these kids were like 14 16 wrong place wrong time literally did nothing it's giving Scottsboro Nine, if you know anything about that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. very similar. And they were all, uh, well, four of them were black. One of them was Hispanic. And they were sent to prison for the brutal rape of this woman that they had nothing to do with. DNA evidence proved that it was not them. Um, their stories were all coerced. They were told multiple times what to say, and then they said it, and mm-hmm. then they got thrown in prison for it, even though the police promised them, you say what we want you to say, you'll go home. Yeah, That's all those kids wanted. Mm. And... Like, all of the kids were, like, much smaller than the woman as well. Like, she could have taken any one of those kids. So they had to prove, like, oh, they did it gang style. And, like, there's zero evidence, but they got thrown in prison anyway. They're finally exonerated, and it's just a really rough story to watch because you see how the criminal system, the criminal justice system treats black kids, basically. Yeah. They just, they wanted it to stick, so they made it stick. And those kids suffered for decades. It's mm. horrible. Harley. Um, My next one is 48 Hours. I don't know if this one is more local to Texas or not. I've never laid my eyes on this show. Oh, it's so good. I've heard of First 48. Yeah. Is that not the same thing? Is it First 48? Maybe. Let me look it up real quick. First 48 is... It's like everything... That's been around for a long time. Hmm... Yeah, maybe. I think that's the same thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it like you have 48 hours to yeah, find yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. that's been kidnapped? It's on AE? Oh, no, not yeah. kidnapped, or but like just like... Murdered, whatever. Oh, you, no, you so have mine is hours, different. 48 hours to solve a crime. A no, mine is different. Okay. okay. Um, oh, okay. It's like an ongoing TV show. There's 35 seasons. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's it's going. Um, so basically what it is, is it's like basically kind of similar, um, except for it's true crime things occurring as they are being recorded Uh and it's a countdown clock of like um 48 hours of them trying to catch the killer Mm. or like the person who committed this crime okay um a lot of the episodes that i have seen have been in like texas so that's always been really interesting so that's why i'm kind of like is it more texas local but also a lot of weirdos in texas this is this is a fact especially in waco waco texas is freaking insane that's another one i forgot to put on my list i'm sorry keep going sorry um no you're fine um but that's that's really it it's basically um follows a true crime um scenario as it is occurring in the next 48 hours most of the time they are successful in capturing the person Mm. because these are uh, mostly like small towns Uh, um but yeah very very interesting and something that is a very similar along the lines is cops Love me some cops. Mm. Bad boys, what you gon' what you gonna do? <laughs> Did you ever watch that? Uh, yeah. Briefly, yeah. yeah. We, we grew up in the nineties. Yes, yes. Oh, this we definitely is true. watched Sorry. it. Yeah. My favorite is when they're like chasing Three the people. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those are my two shows that are like very similar. So they're boom. 
Ta-da. All right. Keep, keep, keep going. Might as well. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's going to be quicker this way. Next, yeah, we, we got to blow through these. This is true. <laughs> There's a lot. Next up is another YouTube show ongoing series thing by Bailey Sarian. A lot of my, I feel like, female listeners might know this. It's Murder, Mystery, and Makeup. She does her makeup while talking about true crime, <laughs> and it's very cool. <laughs> that seems that no that seems like uh there there was an an issue a while back that uh in tick in China TikTok was taking down videos of people that were talking about the protests. Oh yeah. So people were like doing makeup tutorials uh, and they're like so what I like to do is apply my mascara and then go protest on 6th Street yeah. with uh yeah. whoever it was. Um it's definitely not to that extent, but it's more just like it gives her I know a lot of people who do true crime stuff. Um, and they just kind of tell you the story of it mm-hmm. on YouTube. But she's like just doing her makeup because originally it just started as her just doing her makeup. And then she started talking about these stories and people were like, well, we like to see both sides of this. This is pretty <laughs> cool. Her, her makeup is never themed around these <laughs> well, <that's> crime <laughs> stories. Um, but she is, I've learned some very interesting ones and some, and she talks about a lot of ones that are also documentaries. So like Ted mm. Bundy, um, Jack, the, not Jack the Ripper. What's his name? Night Stalker. Oh, um, mm-hmm. uh, Zodiac, Zodiac killer. Um, all somebody that said we stuff. need to start giving these serial killers worse names. Yeah, because like Night Stalker sounds cool. Like Zodiac killer right. is cool. We need to start calling like the little PP murderer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll stop. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because they're embarrassed. Yeah. Um. Next up is I think Tim will probably mention this one later. Um. American Crime Stories: The People versus OJ. That was a really good one. Really Solid good. Series. Um. Yeah. When that came out, I think it was 2017. Yeah. I want to say, I binged watched the draw sh- out of that. It was so good. I'm trying not to curse as much. Okay. That's fair. Um. <laughs> I don't want to make this a rated E. Um. It's piling up. Yeah. Um. It's rated E for everyone. <laughs> Um, and then next up is on Netflix. It's called Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. um, That's been around for a while, too. I think it's technically, I guess, a, I don't want to call it a documentary because each episode is different. So I'm going to call it a TV show. Um, but obviously, it's about unsolved um, true crime. Yeah. So cool. those are very good. Awesome. Uh, mine, uh, I'll pick up in the same vein uh, here as Harley. Uh, it's American Crime Story. It's the same show, but mm-hmm. they each season is a different you know, crime story. Uh, and this one was impeachment, and it was basically the whole Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton. Ooh. Yeah. I need to watch I did it. not Very have good. sexual relations with that. They also though. had um, the assassination of Gianni Versace was the second season. I haven't watched that so one. That I, one started, I that, I, it was I pretty that was good. good. I haven't watched it. Yeah, so. Like I said, true crime is something I kind of have to avoid. <laughs> yeah, valid. Uh, yeah, so impeachment was really good, third season. Um, it, it's, it's definitely... They do a pretty good job of kind of showing both sides of everything and showing the deeper aspects to it all. There's some missing things, obviously, in there. But as someone who grew up in the 90s, I remember hearing about these things. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I didn't understand, like, the full scope of everything. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, it's still a show, so it's biased. But um, it was still interesting to it's kind like of see the OJ killed somebody? Whatever. Let's go play WCW. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, next one up, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. It's the show called Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah, it was your Wreck and Ref. Um, highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're a person of faith or have come from that, this show will creep you out and also interest you at the same time. Andrew Garfield is phenomenal. Ah. And then lastly, this one is one of my, probably my top 10 shows, and it's Narcos. Uh, and it tells a true life crime story and the growth and spread of cocaine drug cartels across the globe and attendant... Uh, efforts of law enforcement to meet them head-on in brutal, bloody conflict. Uh, the first 
three seasons are about Pablo Escobar, uh, but it has uh, actors like uh, Wagner M- Mora, um, Holbrook, um, <coughs> and uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Pedro Pascal. He's in, I think, yeah. the first two oh, seasons. Of course. Um, so, yeah, really great show. And then lastly, since you mentioned it earlier, Waco. I forgot about that show. Um, I have not watched that. Extremely creepy. Entertaining. What? Extremely what is it about? It's about the about a cult in Waco. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then it blew. Did it? No, it was on fire, right? Or did it blow up? Uh, kind of both. Yeah, it was uh, real bad. All kind of things. The police. My favorite up. thing is when um recently on TikTok. Sorry, this is just a little tidbit. Recently on TikTok, people have tried to been like romanticizing uh, Waco because of you know like Chip and Joanna. Oh yeah. Um. So people are like, oh my god, Magnolia Market, da da da, da Baylor University, and it's like there's. A- crazy things that go on in Waco. Waco is, is weird. It is not as safe it's as they not. make it look on. It's so uh, bad. The they need to relocate. Chip and Joanna show, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, cool. All right, let's, let's move along to true crime documentaries. Harley, you take this away. Get all yours. I literally have so many because I watch too many. So, yeah, you, first you, did not, you did not take the three to five advice here. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Um, I kind of forgot that was a thing. So first one, American Murder, The Family Next Door. That's um, a basically, whoa, I got really loud. I'm so sorry. Um, that's basically about the um, this woman who her friend dropped her off at home. And then um, the husband like called the police and was like, oh, my God, my wife and my children are missing. Boom, pop, plot twist. He put them in water tanks. I watched oh, that. Was wow. that the Chris Watts yes, one? Yes, yeah. that's his name. I keep forgetting. I watched that one because it, it was like real close to us. <sighs> right? Maybe. It was definitely in a surrounding state of Texas, but I don't know how close. But yeah, insane. It was his work site. Boom, crazy. Second wow. thing, don't F with cats. Hunting an internet killer. <laughs> Lots of people probably know about this one. Um, the guy basically went on like YouTube, uploaded a vil- video of him killing a cat. People were like, "Yo, dude, this is not cool. What are you doing?" Turns out he was a like a killer, uh, serial killer and the whole time in Canada. Um, I forget his name too. I forget all of their names. These are like key facts, but yeah. they just kind of blend together at a certain yeah. point. On, yeah, that's really bad. Um, but basically, all these people on the internet um, tracked him because he kept uploading different videos and things of this nature, and like dead bodies on the internet um and uh so people on the internet found him reported him to the police police finally caught him boom crazy um third thing conversations with a killer this is the ted bundy tapes oh yeah i haven't seen it yet but i I want to i watched it when the movie came out which Uh, i think chris will probably mention later um insane (laughs) insane oh hate that man the thing that really gets me about the ted bundy stuff is People think he was really attractive. Yeah. I don't see it. He's ugly. He's an ugly white I man. I don't see it. The worst part for me is when people are like, he was really charming. And I can, I, I agree with that. He was very charming. He had a way with words. But you can feel but the evil. Yes. yes. There's just something about him that's like an eerie kind of charm. And I hate when people like are telling their stories about their small interactions with him. Anyways, there's that one. Um, abducted in plain sight. It was basically about this family where their neighbor... Um, pretty much sexually assaulted. I'm sorry. We should put a disclaimer on this episode. I'll put that in the notes. Yeah. Um, assaulted um, one of the daughters. Kidnapped her twice and without the family even knowing. I watched this one. I did know about this one. This one was insane. Um, basically, like, took her away, and they were just kind of like, oh, where's our daughter? <laughs> um, brings her back eventually, I think, and then kidnaps her again. Crazy. Um 
the disappearance of Madeline McCain, I think is how you say it. McCann. McCann. Um, young girl, family, they traveled to somewhere. I forget all of the details. Traveled to somewhere. Um, basically, family comes in and discover they were like out for dinner. They come back. She's either missing or dead in the room. Um, lots of theories behind that. Lots of people think it was her brother because they were sharing a room. Mm, that's crazy. Um Still unsolved to this day. And then the last one is the confession killer, which is basically a man who went in. He was he either turned himself in or was so there was a recent murder and he somehow got involved with it. He confessed to hundreds of murders. Mm. And then it ended up being like revealed that he had nothing to do with any of them. Oh. Nothing to do with any of them. That's insane. So he was just confessing to confess and to be this big macho. Wait, was that in Texas? Mm, Sounds familiar. That's why I'm asking. It might have been, but um, mm. wouldn't doubt it. It's Texas. <laughs> um, so yeah, All right. those are mine. Texas. All right. What'd you say? I forgot that song. Bowling for soup. Come back to Texas. Oh yeah, that's the one with Ohio. We're talking about Ohio. Yeah. The Mexican food sucks north of here anyway. Yeah. Moving enjoy, on. Enjoy that small music break before we get back to talking about murder. <laughs> murder. All right. Uh, so my true crime documentaries that I've really enjoyed lately. Um, first and foremost, Tim wrote his list before mine, so um, I'm going to let him No, you say, can take it. Go ahead. I, I got enough to cover over. Oh, the, No, I'm saying there are two of them that you have on your list. The first two on your list are also supposed to be the first two on mine. Um, oh. So number one, Making a Murderer. Um, that show – was just bananas. It was yeah, it was a big to, hit to watch, like as part of a giant cultural experience. I yeah. guess um, it was like when WandaVision came out after like in the middle of the pandemic, and all the nerds were watching. It. It's like this was like America was like all watching Making a Murderer at the yeah. same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this one was about um, Stephen Avery, who was a just some guy that got accused of murder and. It was insane because he had called the lady to come check out a car and then like she left his house according to him. But according to the police, she never left his house and she was dead and it was his fault. And he's like, I didn't do anything. Uh, Police coerced his nephew into testifying against him, which I wanted to pause there because when you were talking about um, your your show earlier, when When they they see see us, us, it's like. Guys, this the is police, not this is not a, this is a not common care. thing. This yeah, this is a very yeah, common thing. The criminal justice system doesn't care if you actually did it. If they think you might have done it or they just don't like you, they will frame you. So 100%. that whole innocent until proven guilty is yeah, not so real. Stephen not Avery, real uh, yeah. he was accused of a crime earlier, like before all of this stuff happened. Okay. And then got out of jail because they had framed him for that crime or they had accused him wrongly or whatever it was, I don't remember. But they owed him money like over a million dollars they were gonna have Mm. to pay him and then this murder case just so happens that they can link him to it so now they don't have to pay him and they get rid of somebody that they hate so they frame him or i think they frame him anyway and then they get his uh nephew or his something like that his cousin i don't remember uh brendan dassey to testify against him but brendan dassey is also uh they in the documentary they say he's mentally deficient he's not very bright and they coerce him into it and yeah. then he ends up getting accused of the crime as well so now it's two people in that family that murdered this woman and neither of them have any idea or they say they don't of what happened to her yeah. and it's just insane to watch these documentaries like that to see how far yeah. they're willing to go I-, I will pause here just 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 to say something 
this is what actually helped me in my deconstruction when it came to racial, uh, like police brutality and everything is guys just find yourself on the, the, the cops are evil part of the internet, like on Facebook or Facebook videos, Reddit. TikTok, whatever, Reddit, whatever you will find so many videos, uh, just regular police stops to both. I mean, it's, it's to both. It's primarily to black people, but it's, yeah. it's both where they don't care. They, no. they, yeah. they will make They'll straight up, up lie. Yeah. Um, like, it, it, oh, I pulled you over for speeding. And now I'm going to arrest you for drugs in your car. But right. There are no drugs in my car. Well, we'll find that out when we get the right. dog out Yeah, here. get like, out the car. Blah, 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, Crazy stuff. Oof. Not saying it's Abuse everyone, but my power. God, there is a problem is what I'm trying to Absolutely. say. Absolutely. There is a problem. Systemic problem. Whether it's racially motivated or not is irrelevant. There is a systemic problem with power from the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, back to my list. So making a murder, insane. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about... Crime scene, the vanishing at Hotel Cecil. This one was freaking insane. Oh, my God. I marinated over it for months. I still months. don't know. Like, when I first heard about this case. I'm going to add it. Yeah. It's about Elisa Lamb. So, that when I first I heard about the case, it was like this woman was being possessed or haunted. It was, it was presented as, like, a haunted story type yeah, like thing. Yeah, spooky stuff. Um, which kind of threw me off because I don't like that type of stuff. <laughs> but then they're like, well, maybe it was drugs and she was being trafficked or maybe it was like a, a murder that we just the murderer knew where all the cameras were um basically she ends up like you see her on camera in the hotel in, in the, the elevator, elevator yeah kind of acting really weird and then she just goes missing nobody can find her mm. until days later when where people are like the oh, water like yeah. something in the hotel's water was like brown or the pressure was low or something like that i think it's both so they go up to check the water tanks, and they find her body inside the water tank. Okay. Was the like, lid open how? or closed? I uh, can't remember. The lid was closed. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, how did she get in here and close the lid? Because the water tank, like, yeah. if you're in there, obviously you can open the lid and then get in, but you can't close the lid. Interesting. So Once like, you're in, how, how did this, <laughs> there's nothing how did to stand on. Yeah. So it was really, like, really suspicious, and they still don't know exactly what happened, but they finally found her body, and it, it was an wow. intense A lot of it story. is attributed to mental health because yep. they like checked her like tumbler and she was on medication and mm. like they um realized that her bottle was like full and she should have been taking it mm. and there's like a, there's so many factors but i also do think there's more at play a hundred percent yeah because yeah. the hotel cecil is it was a screwed up hotel it it's a very haunted hotel they're actually i think they closed it officially oh did they yeah recently cool so, that's enough thank Super god haunted. they started painting over that thing the on the wall the thing that gets me is like when people are like, "Oh, this there's this haunted hotel. Let's go stay in it." Like, no, no. no. Why would you do? Why are you paying white people? Why are you stuff? paying money? Yeah. First of all, yeah. why are you paying money to stay in a hotel that's haunted that you know is haunted? But why are you paying more money yeah. to stay in a right, haunted hotel right. than like a right? I would rather stay in a Holiday Inn than a super nice haunted hotel. Yeah, and it's not even nice. That's a that's a problem. It's a piece of shit hotel. It's run and down. There's like. There's a it huge homeless population right. on that road. Yeah, as like well. the whole first floor has to be like gated up so homeless <laughs> people can't climb into it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, moving whole, on. Whole lot of things. Um. So next show, Wild Wild Country. Insane. Insane. Also insane. Yeah. This one did not start out as a true crime documentary. I got sucked into it, and then I found out it was true crime. <laughs> Yo. This is about a cult, a quote unquote cult uh. that um became a, a like a religious institution kind of type thing uh, the Beatles kind of checked it out they <laughs> they they didn't like follow it but they visited with the yeah. leader of the cult um all kinds of really crazy stuff started happening though and with most things it did start off with racial issues because right. these are 
people that are kind of taking like Indian style teachings and molding them to their own culture and their own desires and things. Uh, well, the, the guy, leader was the the leader was Indian. Yeah. He's uh, they called him the Bhagwan, and like he, Indian Indian. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, his number two and number three, they were also Indian, and there were people from all different cultures. Um, some celebrities got really into it. But they're brown people that moved to the U.S. to start their own kind of um, compound, basically. Okay. And it was a self-sustaining uh, community. It worked for a minute. It did. They had food. They were growing their own food. They were producing their own energy, clothing, making all their own stuff. Um, but they were outside of a small town. I forget what state it was. but Some Midwest town. Some yeah. They had a lot of land. Some Midwest mm. town. They were in the mountains. They were like terraforming the mountains so that everything worked out for them. It was a really cool setup. But the people in the town started getting a little antsy because, you know, brown people are moving here. We don't like yeah. it. So mm. it, it became like they started harassing this cult. And in defense, the cult got violent yeah. because violence against them, the only way they can protect themselves is violence back. And it just devolved from there, and it became like a mind-controlling type cult, and the number two lady got involved way too much and started all kinds of craziness. Wild Wild Country, though, that is a that is a trip of a show. Yeah. Right. Watch that. Add that to your list if yeah. you haven't seen it. And then uh, the last one I just started watching with Janelle is Mind Over Murder. Is that the one she's currently watching? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was wondering uh, so what So this it was one called. is coming out <laughs> weekly on uh, HBO Max, and it is a series about this woman from Beatrice. I don't even know what the state is. Um, it, it's another, like, small town, Midwest style, uh, where she was murdered and raped brutally by up to six people, and mm. they were all just recently released because, oh. for whatever reason, uh, the courts decided that they did not do it. Even though they have DNA evidence and they have um, all kinds of like testimonies and written statements, the people being interviewed now, half of them are like, no, I was never there. I didn't do it. And the other half are like, this is the greatest regret of my life. Oh, and, and they're, they're they, also like, I don't remember. Yeah. Right. A lot mm. of them, like a lot of people are just like, what is going on here? And even the people involved are like, I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. So and they were tra- just released from prison. Wow. And the town is doing a community theater play. Yeah. Oh, my based God. on that story. Oh, it's very crazy. So they're like casting actors to be the people that oh. also still live in this town. Oh. What is the it? people released from prison <laughs> for this crime still live there. Mm. What in the world? That's it's intense. I'm on episode three of that series now. And that's I'm just like, what's what is happening with white people like this? This is something that you would not find in like an African-American African-American community. It it just it's not going to happen. This is white people stuff. No, absolutely. No offense. No, but it is taken. Don't apply. Let it fly. All right, uh, I'll do mine. Uh, Making murder was on my list. Uh, Tiger King. I mean, come on. It's that shaped. was the other one that was on my was, list that I had to. I, I, I never watched you. Tiger King. Really? I feel like the first season. Oh my god, it's so funny. It, it, yeah, That's what it, I hear. it's comedic more than anything else. It's, it's not supposed to be, but, but it, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many memes that came. Like this one, uh, the, zoo, the zoologist, well, the quote-unquote zoologist, uh, quote got, unquote. got their arm ripped off by a, a tiger. And he just runs into his office. I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> Bro, your person is missing an arm. They are never going to requ- re- uh, financially, financially recover. recover from this. like Or physically. Dude. 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm not recommending it, but it. Yeah, I'm recommending <laughs> it. I'll recommend it. I'm making my wreck and rev. Uh, this one, Tiger King, <laughs> Tiger King, Carol Baskins. <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> okay, we gotta move on. Uh, next one, I think I mentioned this like earlier in the year. Uh, Operation Odessa. Essentially, long story short, uh, Russian mobsters try to buy a submarine. Uh, no, Colombian tried to buy a submarine from Russians uh, for their uh, cartel. Uh, crazy story, based in reality, almost did it, and would have been yeah, absolutely remarkable. Like, now I'm not, I'm not talking about like like a five person submarine. I'm talking about like a legit, like a war submarine, war submarine. Like you could like fire off nukes on these things. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, and then I la- don't condone this behavior, but I don't hate. But it. I also <laughs> want one, <laughs> right? Uh, and then last uh, conversations with Ted Bundy, mm. um, same kind of thing you were talking about earlier. It's just there's a lot yeah, of it's info wild. on Ted Bundy yeah, out there. He, he's psychotic. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. Uh, last part of our uh, our main segment here: top true crime movies. Uh, Chris, you start this one off. Yeah. So, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, yes. and vile. The, yes. The, Ted again. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Um, Bundy. We've I think we've talked enough about that. Yeah. Uh, there. Lily Collins was incredible. Yes. Yeah. I'm in love with her. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> just no. died for Lily a Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins' daughter. If you guys don't know. If you know. didn't know, dude, <laughs> now you know. Yeah. Not only is she um, an amazing actress in her own right, but she is the inspiration behind the most fire album of any Disney movie of all times. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Like, Ellie is two and she knows all of the Tarzan songs, mm-hmm. which and is she insane. Should. She should. But, like, word for word, she sings them wow. to me. It's, She's it's such intense. a character. <laughs> um, and then Unbelievable, which I th- I feel like I watched it as a movie. So I put this one as a movie. I, I realized after I wrote it out that it's actually more of a series. Oh, okay. Um, but it is You're an forgiving. American true crime miniseries uh, that it's about a, a woman. I, I think she was a woman at the time. I don't remember her age, but she was raped and nobody believed her. Yeah, like she she went and reported it. Nobody believed her. Wait, so I think I might have watched this. Yeah, uh, probably. It, yeah. It's <laughs> probably. Sorry. So the premise: um, Marie, who was a teenager, um, was charged with lying about rape. She. It's not that they didn't believe her; they charged her mm. with lying about her rape. And the two detectives who followed the twisting path had to arrive at the truth. Oh. Uh, which it's based on. Uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning article called Unbelievable Story of Rape and it was just a really intense series that I thought was a movie just remembering Um, so there you go there's that All right, I want to try to do mine super quick uh, but I actually discovered that I had a lot more movies than documentaries or shows that I really enjoyed uh, about true crime Uh, the first one is actually a comedy and it was funny because we think about all these like murders and everything Mm -hmm. but uh, this one is called The Informant, and it's... A, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I was going to put it, this one on my list, too. It's based on the book by Kurt uh, Ecken, Eckenwald. Uh, Mark Whitaker has worked for Lysine Developing Company, ADM, uh, for more for many years and even has found his way into upper management, but nothing has prepared him for the job he is about to undertake. Being a spy for the FBI, unwillingly pressured into working as an informant agent, the illegal price-fixing uh, activities of his company. So this is, uh, it has Matt, D- Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, and it's just one of those funny comedies where, if actually I have it poked out over there, if you look at his face on there, it, I, I don't, it's not pulled out all the way, but uh, he, he's just, it's he just... This is one of my favorite performances of Matt Damon because it's so not what you would expect out of Matt Damon. Mm. Um, so, anyways, 
Next one, uh, I watched this, I think, in the past year. It's called Foxcatcher. And it's about the real-life U.S. Olympic wrestling champions and brothers Mark Schultz and Dave Schultz. Uh, they joined, quote, Team Foxcatcher, led by eccentric multimillionaire John DuPont uh, as they trained for the 1988 Olympic Games. Long story short, Steve Carell is absolutely phenomenal and creepy. It's a dramatic role for him, which you don't usually see him yeah. in, and it was really, really I, I am good. more and more convinced as I see Steve Carell and these other drama based movies that I think he's actually a better drama actor. Than I always love like mm. you can say com- comedians can always do drama, but not all actors that are drama actors can do comedy. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's one of the, he's one of the best examples. Yeah. Th- between this and beautiful boy, it's just, oh, he's so good. Uh, but got Channing Tatum and Mark Ruffalo. They're the two brothers. Oh. Uh, very good. Highly recommend. Uh, next is a movie called Spotlight. Um, it's a true story of how the Boston Globe uncovered the massive scandal of child molestation and cover-up within the local Catholic uh, churches. How do you say that, Chris? Arch, arch, archdiocese. Arch. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> archdiocese. Yeah, it, it's it's exactly. It's just that I don't want to go into the too Catholic much detail, church is but a piece of shit. Um, it, it was. If um, it's still, uh, Stanley Tucci. Phenomenal performance in this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, John Slattery, Stanley, uh, and more. So, uh, next one is a fun one. Catch me if you can. Also um, fun. Yeah, it's it's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks, and essentially Leo is this con man. Con man. Yeah, he just goes around the country creating. He he basically makes up his own jobs by creating his own certificates. He becomes an airline pilot, a doctor, which you can never do now, or a lawyer, which is probably a good thing that I lived right. in this century and not back then. It's like, yeah. like the, the 70s, 80s, like that, that is exactly what I would have done. I'd be a shyster. <laughs> shyster. Uh, so that's a fun one. Uh, next, uh, and on my last on my list is Zodiac, uh, which is about the Zodiac Killer. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo. I hear that's uh, a really good one. It is very good. Mark uh, Ruffalo's in a lot of true crime stuff, I'm realizing. So is Leo. Yeah. And um, what was it? Who, 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 who? What are you, an owl? Yeah. Wait, what's that from? I don't know. Ah, that's a quote. It's definitely a quote from something. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so anyways, Zodiac is a great one. Notable mentions, The Big Short, American Hustle, The Wolf of Wall Street, Legend, (gasps) and Child 44. Oh, and American Made, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Mm. Still can watch The Trial of Chicago 7. That's a hard one. Yep. Harley, finish Um, this thing up. So my first one was, as Tim had mentioned, The Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't realize until much later that it was based on a true story. Yeah. Jordan Belfort? Yeah. He's out of prison now. Yeah. He does a lot of, like, sales meeting consultant things. As a salesperson, I cannot tell you how many of my higher-ups, like, refer to his stuff. Mm. And I'm like, bro. He was a criminal. He is not a role model, guys. (laughs) My manager has his book on the shelf, and I'm like, oh. Yikes. Like, Um, obviously, when he's not. Committing crime. massive crimes. Yeah, uh, the stuff that he says is accurate and true to sales. But like, you got you you toe the line when, yeah. you're, when you're following his info. His info. Yeah, kind of crazy. Uh, the second one is my friend Dahmer. Hmm. Um, that has uh, Ross Lynch in it. Do you know who Ross Lynch is? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer, the people Dahmer. <laughs> Um, but this is actually not based on his killings. It's based on when he was like a teenager and how he like came about becoming Uh, a serial killer. So it's like, it takes you into like his, um, home life and like things like that. And like, um, how he like started like killing animals and experimenting with animal parts Mm. and all this crazy stuff. Mm. And 
how he had no friends and he just kind of stalked all these women and oh yeah crazy stuff um which is weird to see a well-beloved disney actor in that position (laughs) um and the last one is the amityville horror watch this at way too young of an age um <laughs> yeah it's a horror film I um mean, you're an adult has, now and i'd still say it's too, too you're young still too young age. yeah um it had ryan reynolds in it i'm pretty sure the 2005 one um and it was basically co- like combined with like you know paranormal because that's like the theory he like murdered yeah. his mm. entire family but he has no recollection of it or the voices told him to do it yeah um and so it's part paranormal part like true crime based off of the actual amityville horror yeah um ronald defeo jr Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, everybody, we hope you, uh, enjoyed this. Uh, we hope <laughs> you didn't enjoy it because that would be indicative of another problem. Yeah. Well, true. There's a lot of good things to watch uh, in here. A lot of things that you should watch. This is basically just an extended wreck and rev. Yes. yes. For a true crime specifically. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway from here, at least for me, why I'm so interested in true crime is one, because it's like interesting to know, like, what has happened and like the psychological things that yes, me too. have caused it to happen, but also what to look out for. Like yeah. I know what a sociopath is. Yeah. I as, recognize as them. well. You should. That, that's yeah. why I liked mind hunters. Cause it really kind of started to deep dive into all that of like, this is the things that you need to look out for. This is how, and that's, it's, it's always the why it's always the how, like people don't just snap one day. There's, there's certain parts there of are you. Signs. Yeah. There, yeah. there are things that you develop over time, like which is animals. why we need, healthcare, mental health care, and why we need therapy and universal health care because, God, we're a screwed-up nation. Yeah, <laughs> it's really intense. Um, there's some that I've wanted to watch. Like, there's the one about the Columbine shooting. It's more about yeah. his mom, um, one of the guys' moms, um, and, like, the home life that – so it's, it pertains to that. So, like, the home life – um, and how she's like, love could not have prevented him from doing this. And it was like, oh, but, but couldn't. Have. But it gave me yeah. good. Yeah. Possibly good. So. Mm. And then it also goes into like the way that how families are responsible mm. for their family members going out and murdering people. Right. So it's like we don't talk about that enough when yeah. it comes to true crime. Agreed. So. Yeah. Very good. All right, everybody. Ish. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're just going to head off to yeah. our break now. Yeah, don't, don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. we got some great fan questions just around the corner, so we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Hope you're all still with us. If we you're are, not, we understand. Yes. Uh, it's been an episode. <laughs> uh, all right, so we are. Uh, man, that was something. True crime, man. It's it, it's it's wild to see the differences in like different stories, like in the documentaries versus the shows, and and man, it's just wild. Look, I think I've decided I'm just gonna I'm going for it. Oh, I'm just start watching true crime and jinkies. Let it, me know. We'll we'll do always more crime pod. You know, we we might. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we we gotta we gotta do this quickly, but we're excited because we got some fan questions uh, to do, uh, and so this is a uh, part of the show where we answer your questions. And in case you didn't remember, we have a hotline to leave your voicemail questions. That's at two five four two one eight four zero four two. Again, again, that is two five four two one eight four zero four two. Chris, did you want to dive into this first yeah, question? So, uh, my buddy Alan from my days at Disney asked. 
It's the whole thing. Just in the song Same Girl by R. Kelly featuring Usher, the main conflict is that they find out they're both messing with the same girl. The music video, however, reveals a plot twist at the end where it turns out that they were dating twins. The problem here is that this is highly improbable because for the initial confusion to occur, it would mean both twins drive the same black Durango with the Angel license plates. Both work at TBS and they live in the same place. Which would be fine, since it could mean that they're simply roommates and carpool to work together to save gas, and they can both easily share a love for Waffle House. But both twins would need to have the same tattoo on their ankles, the same beauty mark on the left side of their mouth, not to mention they both have pink and blue phone. More so, if these twins were so close to the point of living and working together with their respective kid, and they were dating their respective recording artists, R. Kelly and Usher, you'd think they would mention it to each other. And since R. Kelly and Usher are also implied to be extremely close homies, as evidenced by the fact that in the music video Usher is on one of the only five contacts R. Kelly has on his phone, each twin would surely mention that the respective twin is dating the other man's close friend, especially R. Kelly one since their relationship was so serious to the point of her being his potential wife. I also find it very hard to believe that Usher R. Kelly never discussed their own lover by name, which would clear the confusion immediately, assuming that the twins have different names. Otherwise, it would be extremely effed up that their parents named the twins the exact same. Anyways, my question is, what is your favorite fruit? Mangoes. Mm, peaches. I'm going to stick with mango myself. Yeah, mango. <laughs> Thank you for that, Alan. I miss you, Alan. <laughs> that was really good. It also is not a, a great question because it mentions R. Kelly, and that just didn't age well, I feel like. especially. I right feel now. like it was fine. But like even just the mention of R. Kelly kind of makes me want to slam my head into a table. That That's fair, as well it should. <laughs> but yeah, so that was Alan's question. Thank uh, you, to Alan. answer your question, Alan, mangoes for me. Peach. Mangoes. All right. Chelsea, uh, solace through a bunch of topics. Uh, so here's one. Uh, the length of school days. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I found some. I found some stats. I mean, she didn't like have questions. It was just like here's some ideas, something to talk oh, about. Yeah. Okay. So um, the length of school day. So I found some stats regarding school day durations and days uh, a year spent in school. There's no like I couldn't find a lot of actual articles. It was more like yeah. I don't know how they because a lot of them need to even source everything. So I, I could be very wrong, but I remember some of these being right. So here here's where it comes up pretty high. So the Chinese students spend about nine point five hours at school a day. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a long time. Australia, <laughs> UK, and Japan is about six point five, and that's also I forgot to mention that's not including lunch. Like they like they, they have lunch in the middle, um, mm. and then Japan is six point five. Brazil is just five. Um, now here's total term days a year. Japan has two hundred thirty. That's the high end. You got China, South Korea, two twenty. UK one ninety. France one sixty. So what is the US? I can't remember. It, it varies. Yeah, and that. oh, that was the complicated part behind those because it varies state by state. Yeah. Um, I now I I do know there are some countries that like they do four days <laughs> out of the week instead of five. They right. do like half of the time that we do, but their scores, their numbers, their testing is all much higher than oh, ours. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's, that's more indicative of our school system yeah. than actual time spent in the classrooms or right. anything like that. Because if you can figure out a way to teach kids in less time, you should. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know, man. It, it's a weird topic. I feel is. like four days out of the week is enough. Well, here, here's another thing I didn't include in my notes here, but there's some uh, countries where their school year is spread out, where they might have a lot more days, but they have bigger breaks in between. Yeah, they have like. 
their spring break is like a full month. Right. Their, their winter break is like a full month instead of just like a yeah. two week type thing. Yeah. Or things like that. Like they, there's like one month on, one month off. Yeah. Yeah. So like I think Japan has it to where it's like it's like in four different four different parts of the year. So like you have one, you have like two months, and then off. They have like two seasonal months. terms, right? Yeah. More right. so than anything, which but. makes more sense than the way we do it. Just like they pick random, arbitrary nine-week periods, yeah. Yeah. slap two of them together, give you a week-long break in between them, and then summer, which or is just like a, a single two holiday, and a half months. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, um, I really. D- it's weird because I'll like watch um, like vlogs. I watch a lot of vlogs on like YouTube of like people, you know, like oh, student a day in my life kind of thing. Right. And it's like a student who's like in Korea, and she's like. I don't even know what time like she gets up at the crack of dawn and is like functioning for like God knows how many hours. And she's like, oh, time to go to school. And then she goes to school for like almost it seems like the entire day. But then they have like lunch hour or like lunch two hour for all I know. And then she like doesn't leave and go home until like it's like it's dark outside. And I'm it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like I'm like, how do you you just like you live like this? And then they have, like, all their extracurriculars on top of it, too. Makes no sense. What, what movie was it? Um, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. When the, the kid was, like, in an American school, got expelled oh, yeah. for racing cars and destroying, like, a developing, uh, developing neighborhood. So they sent him to Japan to live with his dad. <laughs> and, like, in the middle of the day, they're just like, oh, let's go drifting. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then they're back at school later. Like I, I don't understand. Yeah, school system. It doesn't make any sense to me. And like, what's worse is even upper, like higher education. Mm-hmm. We get like huge breaks in between. Yeah, you know, and we have really short semesters. Yeah, and it's just straight to the point. That's why it's really hard to focus in college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Chelsea, for the for the idea there. Uh, looking it forward. just makes no sense. Is what <laughs> our what we're all saying. Is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last question, Meredith. Yanchek. Thank you. Uh, asked, would you rather have to face down a one 10-foot-tall ten ten duck or a 3,000 regular-sized ducks? Hmm. What do y'all think? I know my answer. What do y'all think? I think I'm taking the 10-foot-tall duck. The question is, are we armed with anything? Yeah, we got to be. Because no, it, because no, no, no. It, This it's is just, a fist fight. Ducks I think don't have fists. Just you versus the duck. I don't no, think, I don't no think, weapons. I don't think there's a win in either way here. I don't think there's a win-win situation. Granted, you have a 10-foot duck. It's just one duck. But, dude, those beaks are hard. Yeah. And they're fast. Or bills. Like, what I are, can't imagine 3,000 ducks See, that's my thing. Like, coming at me. I could take, yeah, I I could take some smaller ducks, but... Three thousand wave after wave, like yeah. you're gonna get tired. Yeah, like I could pick up a duck and use it as a Is weapon like against zombies? the other ducks. Well, maybe that's a good point. But as long as <laughs> they're still coming, like you are absolutely gonna get tired. I would rather take the ten foot duck. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Because it's. it's it's your greatest chance. The way yeah. I'm envisioning it is like Call of Duty zombies, where they they come in waves. And you get like a certain amount of ducks per wave. Yeah. And so maybe, but that's a lot of but waves. But you, you also have to organize ducks. these. Right. You also have to like expect these ducks to be organized, or just three thousand ducks rush you all at once. That's like see, see the only the only win I, I can TikTok see out of this like is like you have to like day. go behind this ten foot duck and, and like choke it out. Choke it out. That's yeah. Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. No, that is exactly what I was thinking. You choke out this ten foot duck. Like or this, just that's like the only, that's the only thing you Indiana do. Jones it like Kalima and like rip out its heart. But 
I mean, you got to get around the the bee because they'll peck straight down on oh, you. Oh like, yeah, I break will your be skull. Consumed by this duck. It would just <laughs> now, eat here's the dangerous thing: is if there's a lake nearby, you get on a speck. He's sucking you down. Oh That's yeah, a, they roll. They they roll in. Yeah, yeah. They'll water. take you out like a crocodile. Death roll. I would rather take the ten foot duck though. I, I think we just I realized that the... ducks are actually kind of dangerous. No, so. they are. <laughs> Have you ever been to the CTC duck pond? <laughs> oh. I could take three hundred ducks. I think three thousand. No, you're three thousand. I'm, I'm not I could, doing I it. I could probably not even take three ducks. I just don't want to kill them. It's like, it's like the that's com- my other it's problem. Like the it's you from... or the duck. I, I guess I'm dying. <laughs> the duck. Typical Gen Z answer. <laughs> Bro, I'll just die. <laughs> like. What else I got to live for? Taxes? You want me to Student live here debt? and pay taxes? Rent? Yeah, I got to buy a house? <laughs> you want me to keep going to work every day? Bro, if there's an opportunity, I'll just die. <laughs> yeah. Gen Z is not surviving any kind of apocalypse. Not because they can't. Because they don't we don't want, want to. to. <laughs> we don't want to. We're tired of this. Like we Tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. And I'm really... This is a whole different, this completely diverts from the original topic, but it's the fact that other older generations get mad at us for not wanting to cooperate with a system that was not built yeah, for us. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Like, why are you mad at don't me blame for you. realizing <laughs> your mistake? Yeah. Well, that's exactly you. why, because you're realizing their mistake and they don't like that stuff that pointed part. out. That part. 100%. Hate it so to answer your question, Miss Why, I would take the 10-foot duck. Yep. Agreed. If I were fighting to live, if I'm kind of adapting that, Gen Z type thing. Maybe I could befriend this duck. I could have a large duck. I don't need a car. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Oh, what if you give it a lot of what, bread? Can, can you don't have out? to. You don't have to fight the duck. She just said face down. You have to face down a ten foot duck. What does that mean? That means like you're in a staring contest. If you can prove, no, it doesn't. Yeah, like face, like, like I'm facing down Tim right now. I've never heard that And if that I can prove that I'm the life. dominant one. Maybe I can make Tim do whatever I want. You know what the best part of that is? And be my friend. Their their eyes are on the side. So really? I don't think that's true. What is a duck? I don't like? think ducks have eyes on the sides of their heads. It's more like they're, they're, it's it's in the middle. Yeah. It's not forward facing, but it's also not complete. Right. It's not fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I'm imagining like a fish where it's like, <laughs> dude, they're definitely on the side. No. Look at that. Oh. Side view. You know what? Duck. She's kind of right. <laughs> I just, I just, I, there, there is a bill in front of their face, look, and it, this, it this divides is, it. I cannot believe that I am right now googling duck. Forward facing duck. Just duck. Forward facing. <laughs> oh, don't duck. do that. You're gonna regret that. <laughs> I hate it. Duck face. See, it's like kind of. Oh, okay, they can see. It, they can see. Kind of, but like not, not like this out way, to though. the side. They're like diagonal, kind of. I guess. Which I guess is all of them, all the animals Imagine that have this that staring at you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. A ten foot version of that. I think I could win. No, imagine if it was a, like. I'm a gonna goose. flirt with it. <laughs> flirt with it. Can, can I flirt I, with it? Yeah, I'm gonna. Can like, I what a nice seduce the duck? duck. <laughs> what a nice little beak you have there. Roll, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are on D and D TikTok. I actually don't even play D and D, but I'm on D and D TikTok. So Is it every, because of Stranger Things. I don't even know how I got there. Truthfully, it was definitely before <laughs> like Stranger Things. Like this duck. Oh, you're going down. But it's like you basement. walk up to a castle and you see a door. Can I seduce the door? No. Can I seduce the door? No. I would like to try to seduce the door. Nobody is seducing the door. Can I break the door down? Yes. Roll to break the door down. Oh, it's a 12. That breaks the door down. Now you're in a room and you see a second door. Can I seduce this door? No. 
On that note, we are done with our show, everybody. Woo! Any final thoughts today? Um, true crime is terrifying, but I'm going to dive into it. I could take down a 10-foot duck. I would rather fight a 10-foot duck than 3,000 regular ducks, for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> truthfully, that's, that's all I got. The words, <laughs> they didn't. Did you they were in my say? head, but they were <laughs> processing through the mouth. That happens. Um. Know the signs of your serial killers. Yes. Look out for your friends. <laughs> actually, you, yeah. They are in our homes and our neighborhoods. If you have a friend that might be a serial killer, <laughs> please, please call, call it 254 <laughs> We'll forward it to our local police. Yeah. No, we won't. Actually, no, <laughs> we have to take the cops down. nothing. You're right. I'm not telling the cops nothing. Because then Ain't we'll no be incriminated. Snitches Whoa. get stitches. Criminals. Serial care. killers. I don't care. Christopher. What proof? What? What, what? With what proof? You just think your friend might be a serial killer, so you're going to tell me and I'm supposed to go tell the cops? That's how I get arrested. Yeah, true. On that note, we should advocate for mental health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the new... Yeah. Oh, never Please. mind. So I got a new doctor. I told you that. Yes. Um, she actually listens to me. So I'm also getting a new therapist soon. Hey. That'd be nice. nice. Very good. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you all again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at, at AlwaysMorePod. Where can we find you? Oh, I am on TikTok at Christopher.Lionheart, and I'm on Instagram at Captain underscore CT Ford. Harley? I am on the gram at what Harley, W-U-T Harley, and on the clock app at HarleyBean.co. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at at Timothy Lickey, it's L-I-E-C-H-T-Y. Thank you all again for listening and being a part of the conversation. And remember, there is always more than this. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Always More podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, like, and rate on whatever your platform of preference is. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Always More Pod. If you'd like to submit a question, you can ask us on any of our social media platforms, or you can leave us a voicemail at 254-218-4042. If you'd like to feed into our caffeine addiction as well as support the podcast financially, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash alwaysmorepod. For further information and to contact us, you can email us at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com.